Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Hosea 14. Israel's future blessing. Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God, for you have stumbled because of your iniquity. Take words with you and return to the Lord. Say to him, take away all iniquity and receive us graciously, that we may present the fruit of our lips. Assyria will not save us. We will not ride on horses, nor will we say again, our God, to the work of our hands. For in you the orphan finds mercy. I will heal their apostasy. I will love them freely. For my anger has turned away from them. I will be like the dew to Israel. He will blossom like the lily. And he will take root like the cedars of Lebanon. His roots will sprout and his beauty will be like the olive tree and his fragrance like the cedars of Lebanon. Those who live in his shadow will again raise grain and they will blossom like the vine. His renown will be like the wine of Lebanon. O Ephraim, what more have I to do with idols? It is I who answer and look after you. I am like a luxuriant cypress. For me comes your fruit. Whoever is wise, let him understand these things. Whoever is discerning, let him know them. For the ways of the Lord are right, and the righteous will walk in them, but transgressors will stumble in them. Micah seven eighteen through 20 Who is a God like you who pardons iniquity and passes over the rebellious act of the remnant of his possession? He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in unchanging love. He will again have compassion on us. He will tread our iniquities underfoot. Yes, you will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. You will give truth to Jacob and unchanging love to Abraham, which you swore to our forefathers from the days of old. Joel 2, 15 through 27. 
Blow a trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, proclaim a solemn assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and the nursing infants, let the bridegroom come out of his room and the bride out of her bridal chamber. Let the priests, the Lord's ministers, weep between the porch and the altar and let them say, spare your people, O Lord, and do not make your inheritance a reproach, a byword among the nations. Why should they among the people say, where is their God? Deliverance promised. Then the Lord will be zealous for his land and will have pity on his people. The Lord will answer and say to his people, behold, I'm going to send you grain, new wine and oil, and you will be satisfied in full with them. And I will never again make you a reproach among the nations, but I will remove the northern army far from you and I will drive it into a parched and desolate land and its vanguard into the eastern sea, and its rear guard into the western sea, and its stench will arise, and its foul smell will come up, for it has done great things. Do not fear, O land, rejoice and be glad, for the Lord has done great things. Do not fear, beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness have turned green, for the tree has borne its fruit, the fig tree and the vine have yielded in full. So rejoice, O sons of Zion, and be glad in the Lord your God, for he has given you the early rain for your vindication, and he has poured down for you the rain, the early and latter rain as before. The threshing floors will be full of grain, and the vats will overflow with the new wine and oil. Then I will make up to you for the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the creeping locust, the stripping locust, and the gnawing locust. My great army, which I sent among you, you will have plenty to eat and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. Then my people will never be put to shame. Thus, you will know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and there is no other, and my people will never be put to shame. Matthew eighteen twenty one through 35 Forgiveness Then Peter came and said to him, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to seventy times seven. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he had begun to settle them, one who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. But since he did not have the means to repay, his Lord commanded him to be sold along with his wife and children and all that he had and repayment to be made. So the slave fell to the ground and prostrated himself before him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will repay you everything. And the Lord of that slave felt compassion, and released him, and forgave him the debt. But the slave went out and found one of his fellow slaves, who owed him a hundred denarii. And he seized him and began to choke him, saying, Pay back what you owe me. So his fellow slave fell to the ground and began to plead with him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will repay you. But he was unwilling and went and threw him in prison until he should pay back what was owed. So when his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were deeply grieved and came and reported to their Lord all that had happened. Then summoning him, his Lord said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not also have had mercy on your fellow slave in the same way that I had mercy on you? And his Lord moved with anger, handed him over to the torturers until he should repay all that was owed him. 
My heavenly Father will also do the same to you if each of you does not forgive his brother from your heart. This week's Torah portion, uh, beginning of the day, is the week. It's uh, Vayalech, which means, and he went. But it's talking about Moses as it's the end of his time. And, and as he leaves and goes to the, uh, to the fathers, going the way of the world, as uh, David put it. <clears throat> but in these scriptures today, we're currently sitting right between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. And with those two, the tradition is simple. Rosh Hashanah is blasting of the trumpets and saying, get ready, get ready. The Lord is leaving his throne and he's coming to you in your presence. And then Yom Kippur, the actual day of atonement, the time when when they are baptized, they're cleansed. But this whole time, they're cleaning up. They're, they're asking for forgiveness. They're looking over the, the deeds of this last year and where they messed up and where they did well. And so a lot of the times we're looking back and saying, man, I messed up. Forgive me. And you need to have all of that taken care of prior to atonement. Because when you come forth at atonement, when you were to show up at the temple, when you were to come on the Day of Atonement, come all the way up to the altar, they're going to ask, they're going to say, have you anything, anything, any unforgiveness that's not been dealt with, with a brother? And if you do, if you have some circumstance or something that's happened that there's, it hasn't been settled, They'll have you put your sacrifice, your first fruits offering at the altar and you lose your place in line and you have to go take care of that before you can present your first fruits, before you can get and receive that true atonement, that cleansing baptism to be completely wiped clean. So, Following that is in in Jewish tradition when God is in your presence. Now that you've been completely cleaned, you've now got God in your presence and you tell him, thank you for all the blessings of the year before. And you ask boldly for the blessings that you want in the upcoming year. So, Taking this to today, do you have anything that's unsettled? Do you have any circumstance that you need to to, um, have maybe give forgiveness or go ask for forgiveness? If there's unforgiveness, if Jesus said, if, if you are not willing to forgive You have been forgiven. If you are not willing to extend that same forgiveness, then God will call on the torturers to torture you. We refer to that as hell. An eternity of torment 
We forgive because we've been forgiven. You can't give anything that you don't have. Have you accepted and received the forgiveness that God is offering you for what you've done? Do you have some unforgiveness that you've held on to in yourself? You need to take care of that so that you can come to the altar, you can offer, and he can receive your offering. He's already forgiven you and given you salvation. If you haven't accepted salvation, then you haven't accepted the forgiveness. And you need to. God, thank you that you forgive us. Thank you that we deserved it and you sent your son to take it. I cannot even begin to to just explain this or just to express how sorrowful I am that he had to do that for me. And equally, I cannot express the gratitude. I, my life is yours. I owe you everything. You've purchased it with his blood. Thank you for forgiveness. Help me to just see if there's any unforgiveness in my heart. That I can address it now. That I can take care of it and uh, release myself and also, more importantly, to release whoever that is from that unforgiveness. That they can live in the freedom of forgiveness. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless. Mm-hmm.